If you saw the slides that were rolling at the beginning of the service, you saw pictures from the last dozen years of children's musicals that have been done here. And it's become a tradition to do this kind of a thing because we really want our children to have the good news of the gospel deeply embedded in their hearts in whatever ways we possibly can. And I love, I just love all of our Christmas traditions. Traditions are events or activities that transmit customs or beliefs from one generation to another. The things we value, the priorities that we value, we want our kids and their kids to value those same things as well. So we develop practices and routines, things we do every year, and in the repetition, we demonstrate the importance of certain values to our friends and relatives. What do your most beloved traditions teach? I heard a story some years ago of a woman uh, who was hosting her extended family for the holidays for the first time. Her father had passed away, and so her mother was joining her and her children to prepare the annual holiday feast. And her mother was sitting in the kitchen watching her uh, get the ham ready to go into the oven. And so she got it all unwrapped, got her brand spanking new roasting pan up, chopped the end of the ham off, put it in the roasting pan, and put it in the oven. And her mother looked at her and said, why did you chop the end off that ham? And she said, I don't know. I always saw you do it. So I just did what you've always done. And her mom just started to laugh. And she said, sweetie, the reason I chopped the end off of the ham is your father always bought such large hams and they wouldn't fit in my roasting pan. <laughs> but I had the suspicion that your whole ham would have fit in that brand spanking new roasting pan. Traditions develop in interesting ways. And, and I think it's helpful to be thoughtful about what our traditions say and why we do them. It's funny what gets passed along, whether intentionally or not. We have traditions about what time and what day we open presents, how we wrap our presents, when we set up our tree, which ornaments go on the front of the tree and which ornaments get hidden in the back of the tree. Um, we have traditions about what food we eat on Christmas Eve and, and the list just goes on and on. In recent years, some of our traditions have been disrupted. The loss of loved ones means we can't gather in the same way with the whole family or even in the same places that we used to gather. And I'm learning from experience that it takes extra effort to rebuild new traditions when old ones are lost. But it is worth the investment to do it. For us, reading the Bible story from Luke each Christmas is an important tradition. It reminds us that the holiday is all about God coming to earth as a baby he did it when we were separated from him. God sought us out because he loved us. Remembering that God sought us out is an important part of the tradition that we want to pass on to our children. We still give gifts to one another because, well, we love one another. But increasingly, 
We weave compassionate gifts into our giving. Gifts to orphanages or food banks or schools or other institutions who are making a difference in the world. We want to embrace the tradition of giving gifts to those who need them most because that demonstrates our love for the people who Christ loves. And usually we make music together because, well, music is joy. And what better way to remember the joy Christ brings to our lives than to make music together? I don't know what your traditions teach your children. I don't know what values your Christmas traditions pass down to your children. But if you want to give something that will last, a tradition that will never ever need to be disrupted, if you want to teach your children something that will hold them steady throughout their lives, be certain that a major part of your Christmas tradition draws them to Christ. Make time for the reading of the gospel story. Attend a Christmas Eve service with your family. Say a prayer around your Christmas tree, taking time to bless every member of the family gathered there. When you purposely make Christ the center of your traditions, you pass on a truth that never need to be disrupted. Even death cannot diminish the impact of a faith that proclaims Jesus, the babe in the manger we call Emmanuel, to be God with us. And that's who he is. Every Christmas, we are reminded that Jesus came for us and that he wants us in his very own family so that we will get the invitation to his family reunion when that day comes. John 1, 11 to 12 reads like this. He came to what was his own and his own people did not accept him. But to everyone who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become the children of God. And I think that's what I want my, my Christmas tradition to shout. We have been invited into his very family. Thanks be to God. I'm gonna invite you to sing a Christmas carol with me in closing this morning. We're gonna sing the carol, O come, O come, all ye faithful, joyful, and triumphant. And as we sing, I pray that your hearts will swell with joy at being invited into the very family of God. And we will enjoy hearing the children sing as well, as together we anchor our traditions in the coming of Christ into our world. Would you stand with me? Heavenly Father, thank you for this great day. Thank you for the joy we have in our children, for your goodness to us in so many ways. And Lord Jesus, seal the joy of Christmas to our hearts, that we will always know that we've been invited into your family, that you truly are God with us. We love you, Lord Christ, and we pray this in your name. Amen. Let's sing together. Triumphant, oh, come ye, oh, come ye, 
May the Christ of Christmas be born in all of our hearts to the glory of God now and forever. Amen. Amen.